possible. Compete every day, man. His spirit, I find it hard to be matched. Toughness, enthusiasm. Oh, man, still the best intro in the business. Ah, So good to be here. It is our week two recap podcast for ProFootballJokes.com. I am Jump, Mr. 32 himself. Happy to be here. Well, not really, but, you know, we're doing it. <laughs> Football's fun. We're, it's, we'll get to that part of the show later. But I am joined by the, the freaking beast himself making the effort to be here. Alex, Alex, how are you doing today, man? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm playing at about 50%, but uh, I think I'm, I'm still an asset to this team. Uh, defenses still have to account for me. Yeah, that's that's true. The uh, the, the pick'em will be a little slow, but it's going to get done. Uh, we're excited for that. And we have a surprise return of the unpaid intern and making an appearance. How's it going, Reed? Uh, it's going pretty good. Bengals are 0-2, and Virginia Tech hasn't had a chance to play yet because their games keep getting canceled. So hey, Can't get mad at Virginia Tech if they don't play. It's a good strategy. <laughs> I can't let you down that way. Yeah. Yes. This is a very special edition of the podcast. It is the Wine and Wine Pro Football Jokes podcast. It is very necessary as the Lions are 0-2, the Bengals are 0-2, and the Washington football team is named the Washington football team. So we all need some wine, and we're going to have a good time with it. Uh, But there may be some other players around the league that are enjoying some wine themselves as they are frustrated with the predicament they find themselves in. Week 2 not only has an injury to our very own Alks, but uh, injuries to basically anybody else that touched the football this weekend. Uh, but let's start on the offensive side of the ball. Alex, pick your favorite running back that got hurt this week. Who do you want to hit first? Uh, well, why don't we just uh, hit the, the top two running backs in pretty much all fantasy drafts. Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Berkeley both getting hurt. Saquon out for the year. Uh, that's got to be a big blow to a lot of fantasy teams. Fortunately, I was not picking first or second in most of my leagues, so uh, I'm doing okay. Well, good forecasting on you. I yeah, I don't. I also don't have Barkley in any of my leagues either. But uh, many people had obviously one of the most disappointing fantasy seasons of all time after having a, a very rough week one for him and then being out for the year uh, is definitely not what people expected. And even for this Giants team, as he was their brightest spot going forward, uh, and now I mean you see people like Adrian Peterson come back from this thing like a, a whole new monster, but. Uh, Typically, you don't want your running backs to have serious knee injuries early in their career or really any time in their career. So definitely um, prayers for him. He's a a fun electric player on an unfun Giants team. So, uh, man, got to pour some out for uh, Saquon Barkley. But the guy who's probably put the team on his back more than anybody else in the league, Christian McCaffrey, going down. That's crazy. That guy seemed seemed, – Invincible. What happened? Well, uh, getting uh, a ridiculous amount of touches every single game uh, apparently wears on you uh, when you're uh, a running back who's uh, getting hit on basically every play. Ah, so the DeMarco Murray treatment. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He honestly uh, lasted longer than I expected. I I, I agree. I mean, he's like a 200-pound back who's just – getting this ridiculous amount of volume um so i mean it's honestly impressive and and i'm not saying he obviously he'll come back from this it's not a season season ender or anything like that um but i just wonder if you know the panthers might just want to just dial it back a little bit uh just to kind of preserve this guy for uh the long term yeah i think that's a good thing to note uh is they're not like fighting for that last playoff spot here. They're not hoping to win the division. Like to have a player like him, and obviously, I mean, the coaching staff wants to look good, and he's about the only player that can make them look good. They want to keep force feeding him the ball as much as possible. But if you're doing that at the expense of future seasons, when you may actually have some uh, more valuable success, that can be catastrophic to your team and unfortunate for a career of uh, a player that we haven't really seen someone quite like him. Yeah, well, fortunately, they, uh, they they can now just rely on throwing the ball to Robbie Anderson. So, 
<laughs> there we go. Who's uh, who's just been a beast, by the way? A uh, number five receiver in fantasy uh, so what? far in full point PPR. He is. Yep, he's had two one oh hundred yard games. Oh my All right. gosh. Weirdest thing of 2020. Hey, we're here, Robbie Anderson. I legitimately did not know that. All I've seen about him is that he didn't know what the mascot was for the Panthers. <laughs> he was really confused. What's that bear? <laughs> Sir Purr. So I uh, here's a little fancy advice for anybody other than Alks with uh, Robbie Anderson on their team. Sell high right now. Go for it. <laughs> Sell high. Bobby Anderson Nation. Don't let this be like another Boyd situation where like, no, man, he had 30 points or whatever. And in two weeks, he's going to be great. Sell Excuse high. Excuse me. That was John Ross. Oh, did I say Boyd? I did. Yeah. Boyd has I never not, had 30 points. <laughs> I did not sell high on John Ross. I was like, he's good. <laughs> he's not good. Hey. Should have sold him. <laughs> oh man, that that is tough. But definitely changes the landscape of fantasy leagues a lot Speaking more than it changes. Of guys hurt. Oh, who got hurt? Uh, I, I just meant John Ross. Oh, John uh, Ross. Yeah, sure. that's not surprising. I was just going to say <laughs> it's it's interesting with these running backs we've hit as they are top tier players in the league. However, them getting hurt does not change the landscape of the professional football league. But it does change completely many fantasy leagues. Uh, but the Giants and the uh, Panthers, we're not going anywhere this season. Uh, but then, of course, there were other notable injuries. A lot of them seem to happen to the 49ers, of course, of course, with Mostert, who has been having a good start to the year, had a knee injury as well. Looks like he'll, uh, it's not a season ender as far as I'm aware, but definitely it, getting it banged up. It is a season ender for. Uh, oh. oh no, not, not for. Uh, not I for, thought he uh, just. Sorry. Yeah, I not thought he just sprained his MCL. I, I thought we were talking. Uh, sorry, we're, I, I'm. I, <laughs> Too I many Forty we Niners injuries. Injury. <laughs> Too much wine already at the start of this podcast. <laughs> we are already disheveled. But yes, too many Forty ers injuries to really count. Mostert, yeah, it's going to be out for a few weeks with that sprain. They got a lot of running backs there. They should be okay. Uh, but definitely uh, a just a sad injury to see. All injuries are sad. But you got a top tier player doing some great things. <laughs> Tevin uh, Coleman got hurt too. Oh gosh, Tevin Coleman! Oh man, they're <laughs> going to run out of running backs. But at least for two weeks, they're fine. Uh, they got Derek McKinnon. It's fine. McKinnon's good, although he had a knee injury the year before, so that's good. They're all um, like the same running back. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but. Uh, Bosa going down and being out for the season. I'm gonna get card on off. Yeah, that's a season ender. Yeah, that's that's uh, not good. Which is uh, bad because he's probably the best of their guys who have got who got hurt last week. So unfortunate for them. Yeah, man. They uh, so the 49ers are a solid team, but man, they have had the injury bug worse than most, and this has been a bad season for injuries overall. So, could be tougher than to come back. Even Garoppolo got banged up as well. Is there any word on will he be able to continue to start? Uh, I think it's. I think that he's going to be out a couple of weeks. I think. Uh, oh my gosh! Is, is this an ankle sprain or is his shoulder? I don't remember what totally, happened. Totally, totally forgot. There's too many. Probably, probably both. Probably both. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Some pro football jokes. Uh, yeah, now a lot of injuries. But this is interesting. Do you think Nick Mullins takes the job? I'm, oh yeah, definitely. I think they can I'm, squeak out I'm some bored wins. Nick Mullins train. I'm not a big Jimmy G fan. I think he's got a fun quarterback name. Right. I think he gets I paid, but <laughs> I think but I'd, I mean, rather, he, I'd rather pay Shane. He's Shanahan. making a lot of money, and I don't think Nick Mullins is going to play well enough that they're going to hey, just bench Jimmy Nick G. Mullins has be- got to make it through another game at MetLife. <laughs> Who knows how many more injuries the four, they got to they play. They play at MetLife this next week against the Giants. Oh my gosh! They could have the- like five more injuries. They should go play on the field that the Bengals played on to celebrate the hundredth year of football. I'd rather. Is that one? Yeah, when AJ was that AJ that hurt his ankle on the field? Good times. How was that like a practice? Yeah, but I, don't, I mean the Forty ers in terms of their season. I mean their defense is probably toast. But if they're trying to eke out like just stay alive mm-hmm. while Garoppolo comes back, they got the Giants, Eagles, and Dolphins as their next three games, mm-hmm. which. I still think are winnable. 
Yeah, Tony, that's, that's mm-hmm. true. It's uh, nice, but you know, right now they're like the fourth best team in their division. So uh, that's, that's yeah. Nick Mullins will bring him back, though. <laughs> I'm on that. I'm on that hype train. Buy sell high on uh, whatever his face was that we talked about earlier of uh, Robbie Anderson and buy low on Nick Mullins. Thank me later, or uh, I don't think you need to give anything for Nick Mullins. I think that's what, said, on waivers. <laughs> that's what I said. Buy low. Golly, don't wait! Don't waste your waiver priority on it. But you know, you know if you're in one of those deeper leagues, two quarterback leagues, twelve people in it, like I'm in a league with basically anybody I've ever met, and it's like twenty people. So every every quarterback is valuable. It's terrifying. I think I I might actually pick up Nick Mullins. I think I got Teddy Two Gloves there, who's thrown for about a point in two weeks. So I might uh, have to switch up my attack in that league. Yeah, I don't know. Did Matt Rule really think that? Teddy Bridgewater was going to be better than Cam Newton, or is that a higher up decision? Uh, uh, I think I think that was more of a higher up decision that they wanted to get rid of Cam, so he was left with whatever was was left. So I I don't know. It was the best decision to go with Teddy. I I would have rather had Jameis, honestly. Yeah, I think James would be a pretty sick uh, pickup for them. Uh, I think I would really make Robbie Anderson a star. Then you wouldn't want to sell him, but. Uh, it's okay. He's a star either way. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, speaking of another in, uh, wide receiver that I think is actually a star and was primed to have an obscene amount of targets this season if it continued like week one, but not necessarily surprisingly, yet sadly, Will Fuller, I believe the fifth, uh, is injured once again. Yeah, uh, it was unfortunate of him getting hurt at the beginning of the game and getting a big <laughs> goose egg for all my <laughs> right at the start. start. <laughs> right um, at the start, <laughs> he did. He did uh, record one rush for uh, zero yards. So, <laughs> so if you're in that point per rush league, <laughs> <laughs> is that I even mean, an option? Can you do that? <laughs> uh, you can do whatever you want, right? Definitely an option. It's a fantasy league, so hopefully you can make stuff up. It's kind of how it goes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah I, have but, a, I have a league. That, I was in a league that you get points per completions and minus one per incompletions. Oh my! Gosh. And you can definitely do p- points for pass attempts. So <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow would be the king in that. <laughs> Sixty-one pass attempts. Second mighty, mighty impressive. <laughs> Pretty That's nice a, fantasy day for him too. Uh, a reason I freaking lost in our sleeper dynasty league. Oh yeah, I'm sorry uh, for jinxing you there. Oh my gosh, we did lose. Yep, <laughs> Darren Waller. Yeah, outscored Josh Jacobs by. Gosh dang it! That's why you were angry about the Josh Jacobs touchdown. That makes sense. Yeah. Also, I on the <laughs> I on the other hand won my fantasy league because Josh Jacobs. Got half a point shy of beating me, so I was thrilled until I realized our sleeper league Alex got lost. <laughs> I love how just to make things even more complicated in this league, like we've told you that you get a second win if you beat the median score. So the two oh, yeah. teams in the middle tied. So the median <laughs> was their score. So they both so they got tied. two ties. They got two ties. <laughs> Because, you know, why not in this weird-ass league that we have? Oh, man, this is great podcast material, everybody. Let's just go in detail of all the scoring of all of our leagues that we're in. That's Sorry, what we want to hear about. It's it's the wine and wine episode. We're going to whine about football mostly, but fantasy football also has to kick in. A uh, ton more injuries. We can go through a thousand more. Let's see. Have we <laughs> forgot any other main ones we really wanted to cover right now? I feel bad for Deshaun Watson. He's not injured, yeah, but yeah. he might he might fake one any week here yeah. soon just to kind of <laughs> cut yeah, his losses. <laughs> All right, but I mean, he's just got the Steelers next week. Should be, uh, should be an easy the game. schedule makers just <laughs> just hate the Texans. What did they do? It's like the th- <laughs> they play like the three best teams in the AFC in yeah. the first three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome! Oh. <laughs> that is just ridiculous. 
Although they find a way into the playoffs, I don't think it's going to happen yeah. this time around. I mean, they, they they started zero and four two years ago. Then, well, they win nine straight. The yeah, they won like I think they won like eleven straight or something like. That. It's just Ooh. that's obscene. <laughs> that's that is just uh, absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. I just want to know oh. if Bill O'Brien has any sort of like regret. Or if he still thinks that he won that trade. No, I don't think he thought he won it for a second. <laughs> be honest. I, 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 I can't imagine that he does. The, it's the one only, where like, he, he probably just made the trade without telling anybody. and was like, this, this is a good trade. Trust me. Guys, guess what? We got David Johnson. Scored the first <laughs> touchdown of the season, David Johnson. He's never he's never actually paid attention to any other trade that's ever happened in the NFL. But <laughs> oh my gosh, Brandon Cooks has caught about two passes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he did a little bit better last week. So uh, was better the first week. First week they only threw to David Johnson and Will Fuller. Yep, that's like, about right. But they should throw like, some Will Fuller goes down that. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I offer Will Fuller to see if I can get Saquon Barkley. Who knows? <laughs> if he throws in a first round pick with it, I might think about it. Oh man, crazy stuff! All right, any other injuries we do want to hit? There are plenty, but uh, essentially we're just praying for the league, playing for these pro- players. Once again, we're reminded that the NFL doesn't necessarily always have their players' uh, best uh, interests in mind. Uh, when they start a season with basically no warm up and say uh, smash against each other uh, and see how it goes. Uh, well, well, the Broncos did lose their starting quarterback as well, uh, Drew Locke, and uh, Jeff Driscoll will uh, will be their starter. So, uh, oh, yes. Broncos fans, I would check out your local liquor stores or get a new <laughs> hobby. <laughs> Not also super- lost Cortland Sutton for the year, so yeah. Tyrod Taylor we got was out with a chest Jerry, injury. Jerry Judy got banged up too. So ah, damn it! I was gonna say Broncos. All they have is watching the development of uh, Judy and Hamler. But if Judy's hurt, <laughs> well, uh, that's why I'm like I got KJ Hamler in Dynasty. So I'm like maybe I can yeah. start him for a few weeks. Nice. <laughs> Whoever's got Noah Fant, you know that's probably good. But yeah, yeah, he's had, he's had a nice little season. Start the season here. Uh, Russell Wilson is uh, good at football. Uh, he's hurting people's feelings. Uh, so that, yeah, that's that, the thing. Yeah. He's, he's clear MVP leader right now, I think. Uh, I mean, five touchdowns of five different receivers on Sunday Night Football. So that's uh, that's pretty good. I mean, and he did it against... Metcalf playing was amazing. The Patriots yeah. defense. That was nuts. Yeah, that whole game was nuts. I wish I would have watched it a little bit more intently than I did, but... Uh, it, it is nice. That reminds me of the fun of football, but I think it's about time we get to the not fun of football and make it fun with a little wine and wine action. I have so much I can go off. I can fill the rest of the podcast myself, but you know, we're actually going to give a treat to our unpaid intern. He's unpaid, oh, uh, deservedly so, uh, <laughs> likes to whine about it, however, so let's just let's give you the floor here. Just start us off. What, what has uh, got you wanting to have a little bit of wine? And getting to wine a little bit here on the pod. Uh, well, I'm almost finished with my first glass, so um, really, it's uh, I don't even know where to start. Probably Bobby Hart. Bobby Hart's at the top of my list because <laughs> <laughs> um, just there's so many plays where, like, I don't know what he thinks his assignment is. I just, I just legitimately want to know what Jim Turner is telling him like if he's telling him he's doing a good job or what because why encouragement is the key to success just in what world does this dude deserve a three-year extension three-year 15 million dollars whatever it was how does he deserve that extension he let Joe Burrow get massacred on Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Reeve, I thought the, the you, you had a great text where you said, well, we got our quarterback now. Now all we need is an offensive line, a defensive line, <laughs> a secondary, and some linebackers. And yeah, I goal. mean, that's really it. I think wide receiver were pretty good. Um, John Ross can get the fuck off this team. 
I'm kind of done with him. How uh, does Joe Burrow throw 61 passes in his second career game, which is already ridiculous because our run game is garbage. I don't know why we're going to pay Joe Mixon if we don't want to use him. Um, but he, he throws 61 passes and John Ross gets two targets, one of which he's not even fucking looking at the ball. He made a, he did an out route. Joe Burrow timed yeah. it. It was a little behind him, but John Ross doesn't even have his head turned around. It just sails past him. I've never seen somebody give like that little effort on their routes consistently. <laughs> He, he gives he up. Just, he just forgets that sometimes that the quarterback might actually throw to him. Sometimes. And I'm, when he does I'm remember, like, he he's drops so focused on running the route. He's like, "Oh right, they were playing football." I don't. If you say you've never seen anybody give less effort on a route, I don't think you've seen Nathan Robbie when he's forced to run a route. <laughs> <laughs> a professional football player, besides like Jay Cutler, <laughs> Jay Cutler levels. Um, but it came out this week that our other wide receiver that was a healthy scratch against the Browns, Auden Tate, who really did nothing but produce at the end of last year when he filled in for some injured receivers. Um, he is unhappy with his role in the team, probably because he sees <laughs> he's unhappy with his role of being inactive. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably because he sees players like John Ross ahead of him. Um, and he and AJ was, Green catching what three passes of like 13 targets or something yeah i was like gonna that. say yeah good thing <laughs> i feel bad for the people that have aj green in a league that takes away points for incompletions <laughs> <laughs> my god yeah i don't know why i like i don't know if it's just the way the plays are developing or he thinks i can give aj green all these shots but like he just kept forcing the ball to aj green and it never worked and then he started throwing to Tyler Boyd, and they started moving down the field. Tyler Boyd caught it was either seven to eight targets or eight to nine targets. I just don't get it. Why force the ball to receivers that don't you know, really I think look they need like more, they're trying? I think they need more Alex Erickson in their offense. I, yeah, you don't get me started on an Alex Erickson. I'm glad he's nowhere to be seen on the field anymore. <laughs> just keep him on punt return. He can have punt return, but don't like leave him off the field. I know he was Andy Dalton's favorite target on fourth down for whatever reason. <laughs> hey, that was pretty cool. So successful. On fourth down. <laughs> no, they weren't because this year, this year he went to Tyler Boyd and drew sample on fourth downs, and we're five for five. Yeah, Drew Sample looks like uh, he might be a good tight end. I. He's there's the next, been a, next Tyler Eifert, dude. There's, uh, please, no. <laughs> please Brown. stay healthy. Oh, yeah, we forgot about another injury. CJ Uzama. Achilles yeah, tear out for the injury. year. Hey, I mean, he, was, he, got, he got Joe Burrow's first touchdown pass of his career. That's true. That's nice. Um, yeah. But, but, yeah. But, really, uh, you can go, Alex. Honestly, you can't complain too much because, like, you do, or you should feel like you have your quarterback of the future now. He, he looked, he, Joe Burrow looked great. He did. Um, I'm terrified, though, Alex. I am absolutely terrified that when we play the Steelers, they're going to just destroy his kneecaps and we're <laughs> not going to have him for the rest of the year. That's very That's possible. like one of my biggest fears. <laughs> Probably sad that that's one of my biggest fears right now, but you know, <laughs> hey, it's a it's a real concern. It is with that but, uh, right I, side of the offensive line. I, I enjoyed watching the game, to be honest, Reed, because uh, I mean, I, did, I enjoyed it for the for the Browns' offense. Yeah. Uh, I, I <laughs> talked about last week how like I was pretty much done with them, but finally they they deliver. <laughs> Baker was great. Uh, Chubb and Kareem Hunt were both great. Uh, yeah. Odell was going against good. The, going against the Bengals, Lou Anarumo defense will do that for an offense. <laughs> true, true. There's but, a stat. I forget who said it. Um, one of the broadcasters of the game said that the out of all the play, like all the players that missed tackles, like the highest rate of missed tackles, the top three were all Bengals players. <laughs> so that's, not good that's good well it, it's not gonna last long for the browns offense because they play the football team next week but it, it was, it was a nice <laughs> showing by that much better defense 
definitely tried their best. Oh, man. Ugh. Well, can I share a few fun things with you guys? Very sure, fun I, things about being I'm at Detroit Lions. I'm curious on how fun these will actually will be, but yeah, I don't think ahead. they're actually going to be fun. They're tremendous. So we're just we're having a little wine here, having to get just a fun time amongst friends and listeners here, you know. So my favorite team, the Detroit Lions, been fans of them my entire life. Great times. Pride of Detroit. Here we go. Uh, so my question to you guys is, when is the last time the Detroit Lions have ever won the NFC North? I guess 1990 – actually, no, it can't have been 95. That was when the Packers were really good. Uh, I'm going to guess 1993. Reap, do you have a guess? I didn't realize I was muted. Sorry. I'm going to say 98. 98. Well, the correct answer is they have never won the NFC North because uh, th- that division started in 2002 because <laughs> they suck and still haven't won. The NFC Central, all right. But fine. NFC Central, <laughs> when they won the NFC Central last, was 1993. You were correct on that, Alex. Oh, my gosh. Nice. 1993. They have not won the division in my lifetime. Uh, good job by you guys. Good job. Glad to be a fan of your team. I can't even say when I was an infant, you guys won anything. So good job by you. Uh, so that's a fun time. And next, next fun question. Okay. Uh, so guess the winning percentage of our current head coach. Oh, it's real bad. Oh God. Uh, it's like nine uh, and something. I think it's like that's not a percentage, Reeb. Uh, <laughs> I would guess. Uh, I'm just trying to think of his win 30, loss. Thirty-five percent around. Thirty-two percent. Please be thirty-two percent. Thirty-two point twenty. I would be lucky if he was at thirty-two point twenty percent because he's only at twenty-nine point seven percent. This is good. awesome. This is awesome. All right, so uh, well, Zach Taylor's co- two and sixteen, so <laughs> that's probably less. Well, the coach before this guy <laughs> took and, over two and eighteen uh, actually had a career. So Matt Patricia is nine and twenty-two uh, currently as the head coach of the Detroit uh, Lions. Uh, the coach before him was nine and seven and got fired. So in the season that Jim Codwell coached and got fired for has still has as many wins as Matt Patricia has in over two seasons. So uh, great job by our general manager on that front. Jim Codwell somehow took this Lions and had a winning percentage of fifty six percent, which is pretty incredible considering that uh, the most recent coach to have a winning record with the Lions is Gary Moeller in uh, 2000 when he took over after our head coach resigned and he was four and three in the last seven games of the season. But if you go back beyond that, our next uh, most recent head coach that has a winning record is 1967 to 1972. Uh, So, this is the football team that I root for. So just kind of setting the stage for how this year goes. Last year, obviously, we know we started off the game with the Cardinals, and we decided to have a sweet uh, tie with them. It would have actually been better if we totally blew the game and had that interception. We may have gotten a guy like Chase Young on the team, but that's okay. Uh, who needs a pass for us anyway when we can overpay <laughs> former Patriots players? Nothing's better than that. But we're having a great time. Uh, you guys want to guess who the leading tackler was for the Detroit Lions defense against the Green Bay Packers where we gave up 42 points? Uh, I'm going to guess someone. Did they make a tackle? I don't remember that. <laughs> um, you can be the leading uh, tackler with one. <laughs> I, I guess it's somebody in their secondary. Uh, Tracy Walker, maybe? Reed, do you even have a guess? You know what anybody on our defense? Uh, I'm glad you're listening on the pod. Jamie Collins. <laughs> Jamie Collins was actually tied for second with four tackles. Uh, Way to go. So glad you got up to four was our second leading tackler. Jeff Okuda, our cornerback, was, was forced to make <laughs> seven tackles. <laughs> well. <laughs> he couldn't well. play in week one, but at least he had seven tackles. 
Uh, pretty, Probably from allowing all those catches and tackling this guy. But. <laughs> yeah, not great. Nope, no uh, pass deflections. Uh, Tracy Walker did have two pass uh, deflections, but, you know, Jeff Okuda, uh, seven tackles. So we stink uh, on that end, you know. <laughs> Marvin Jones continues to get touchdowns. He's a beast. Uh, that's uh, about what we got going for us. Matthew Stafford's incredible. So you talk about, like, having a franchise quarterback and worried about him getting hurt. Imagine having a guy as talented as Matthew Stafford that could be the first overall pick. No one has ever once doubted why he should have been the first overall pick, and yet he'll probably never win a playoff game in his entire career, and that's not his fault. Well, that's also kind of a secondary fear of mine is that we're just going to waste these years of Burrow, and then he's going to get pissed when he finally is able to sign a deal and go somewhere else. Yeah, uh, it's tough. And I've I've loved Matthew Stafford. He's the best quarterback in Lions history. Again, he's never won a playoff game, and I can confidently say he's the best quarterback in our history by far. You can go back to the fifties <laughs> is your next closest argument. Uh, so, like, it is incredible. He's so talented. Uh, but my favorite baseball player of all time is Justin Verlander. Pitched for the Detroit Tigers, an absolute monster. Still pitching today. Uh, went to two World Series with the Tigers, but he was unable to get the World Series ring. Went to the Houston Astros and was kind of a part of their um, – well, he wasn't one of the cheaters because he doesn't hit, but a part of their team that won the World Series. It's a little suspect now, but I was so excited that he had to have some success. There would be nothing that would please me more than Matthew Stafford having some success with the Lions. I've already seen Calvin Johnson retire because he didn't like the losing and getting hurt for no reason. We've seen the same thing at Barry Sanders. Can we not do the same thing to Matthew Stafford? We have Adrian Peterson, who I already said last week is going to go down as the second best running back in, in Lions history. Uh, but, man, I just I just would like some love. I knew we were going to lose this game to the Packers. We'll get them next time. I'm not worried. They had that home field advantage. It's tough for us to go into Lambeau and, you know, beat them there. We'll be ready for the next one. But, uh, you know, that's just kind of where my thoughts are on this Detroit team. I don't know if you guys want to try to cheer me up. Is there any reason why I shouldn't be drinking wine and whining about my Detroit Lions team? Well, to be fair, they did have uh, quite a few injuries in this game, although it was a little interesting that, you know, they had all these injuries to their corners, and then it was just Aaron Jones running all over them instead of <laughs> uh, anything else. So, I don't know. I, I guess there's a... Uh, <laughs> I, I still think this Lions team could be good. I picked them to win the NFC North. I'm not too feeling too good about that pick uh, at this point, but uh, I don't know. They, they got some talent. Maybe Matthew, once Kenny Galladay comes back this week, uh, that'll uh, improve their offense. DeAndre Swift's going to continue to improve. Adrian Peterson's going to continue to improve. Uh, he so. is. Guy's a beast. Adrian <laughs> Peterson still averaged six yards a carry. He only got seven Watch rushes. This guy. He only got seven rushes because, you know, we were down 50. But, uh, like, it is it is one of the most incredible things. I've never been up. So we scored on our first two drives. I enjoyed it. It's fun to watch our offense work well and get touchdowns on two straight drives. But say – and we held them to a field goal, so we're up 14-3. to three. I've never been so convinced – and not even angry. I've never been so convinced that we were going to lose a game as I was when we were up 14-3 on the Packers at the start of the game. Um, like, I wasn't surprised – I mean, we there's no way we're going to stop them. All the analysis before the game by all the great people breaking down is Lions can't stop them. So we forced one, two punts in this game. Oh, three punts, but at that last one, they're up by forever. So uh, not amazing, but Matthew Stafford's super good. So if anybody takes away, just just know that Matthew Stafford is, like, legitimately good. There was a, a couple of years there where people just thought he was garbage time stats and, like, maybe a fantasy quarterback because he threw forever. That kind of is how it worked out. However, his skill set and his ability to continue to get better, even though this Lions team has been atrocious. Uh, and I look forward to having a new coach next year. Maybe Jim Codwell will want to come back. Who knows? Or maybe you'll just get the next Patriots defensive coordinator. Maybe we can get Lincoln Riley. Anybody want to come? Anybody, please? You can get Steve Belichick. Steve Belichick. That would be the... <laughs> I, you know, I'm all in. If we hire Steve Belichick, I'd be so excited. I don't even care. We'll get 0-16, but it'd be so funny. I can't imagine how much delight Bill Belichick would take into trading his son the worst players of all time and just <laughs> watching Steve get just destroyed. There'd be go all no... In. Go all in for Jim Harbaugh. Take him away from Michigan. 
I don't want that. Stay at Michigan, please. Michigan, <laughs> Michigan right. needs somebody to talk about them. Get Urban Meyer to coach the Lions and Jim Harbaugh. I would become a huge Wolfers. Urban Meyer fan if his brain <laughs> wouldn't explode. And I'm not even trying to make fun of him. That guy, it's it's sad. He's an. It, I mean, I've watched him just destroy my favorite college football team for years, and he had to kind of give it up because his migraines. So if he can, I see. The thing is, there's no way the Lions make migraines better. There's just no way. <laughs> <laughs> Could be like a face your fears, you know. That's gonna be the worst migraine you ever have, type sort of deal. But it is a good joke that all of our teams have just put this innate pessimism in all of us. Like you're saying, when they're up fourteen three, we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose. <laughs> oh, I yeah. I thought I the thing is the Lions got me. I thought we were gonna win week one. The seventeen point lead in the fourth quarter <laughs> really made me think we we're gonna win. They tricked me. They, that was a new one. Even when we got the ball back, I thought we were going to win. Even after Swift dropped the ball and before I got the text from all the people that watch live, I watched on a stream, texting me before the last play of the game, I still thought we were going to win it again. But uh, that's because I love Matthew Stafford and uh, continue to be a fan of him, even if we have to trade him somewhere else so we can actually get some Ws. That was two pretty heartbreaking losses for our teams in week one, Jack. I would agree. That's pretty well, rough. My team, fortunately, got the win in week oh, one. Oh, fuck but, uh, off, Alex. <laughs> week this two is why, was, this is uh, wine and bit... wine. Not my team <laughs> has infinite well, times the wins as your teams combined. <laughs> we, we, I ran out of wine, so now I'm drinking a Bud Light seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> We're not That's sponsored yet. We're not sponsored yet, so it's just a, it's just a it's seltzer. Just, I'm just drinking a <laughs> seltzer. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, week two definitely uh, saw more what I'm used to uh, from from my team. Uh, I, I mean, it's just our offense is just come so inept. It's unbelievable that like I don't know how Dwayne Haskins still has a job. Like, if he was not a first round pick, he would have been benched so long ago. Like. I mean, is it I Dwayne mean, Haskins, or is it just that the weapons are bad? And no, the no, it's Haskins. Bad? It's Haskins. Okay. Uh, it's Dwayne Haskins. Like, James <laughs> Keenum could move this offense last year. Like, it's it's like Haskins is just – like, I, I kind of like him. Like, he's – I feel like he's a good leader. He gave that good halftime speech last week. He was like, yeah, firing everybody up. But, like, he's just not good at football. Like, so it's kind of a kind of a problem there. Like we we got the turnover early in the game, and then just immediately Haskins just fumbles it. They recover. We never like every time like he completes a pass, it's like oh whoa! It's just so surprising every time. It's like it's like nice, Dwayne. It's like I shouldn't have to just celebrate completed passes. It's, getting a first down is like a miracle every time it happens. I'm like, wow, this this could be a drive, like. And it's just like great drive if we just get a first down and then punt. I'm like, wow, damn, that's that's a pretty good drive by our offense. Is uh, Alex Smith healthy? I, I I don't know if he's fully healthy. He hasn't been active. I think he like he's been he was practicing, so I think he should be fully healthy. This is the wrong um, season to bring someone into that has an injury history. Yeah. Please. <laughs> For the sake of his mental well-being, he doesn't need another two-year. I almost died. I'm an incredible worker, so I got back to health. I want to play football again. I've always been a big Alex Smith fan. Uh, but please, protect his legs. Yeah, and, and to to be fair, that there is there are obviously other problems offense. Like Jerron Christian is just terrible. He needs to be benched for sure. He cannot block anybody. He's worse than Bobby Hart. No, um, no way. <laughs> Uh, no and way. then obviously we have nobody to throw to other than Derek McLaurin. Um, well, good thing uh, you have a veteran running back you can hand it off to that's good for six <laughs> yards of carry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Antonio Gibson starting JD to look, definitely look better. Uh, J.D. McKissick actually looked pretty good too. He was good for the uh, Lions last year. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, those guys are okay. Uh, and then Derek McLaurin <laughs> just a beast who's just – destroys everybody and like that was our second touchdown drive was like it was just all all we did was run slants to terry mclaurin because we uh, freaking uh scotty turner realized that 
the only way, the only throw Haskins can hit is the slant throw. So just have Terry run that. He'll he'll get open, and Haskins can actually hit that throw. And that's what we did. And so the whole ha- way down the field. Haskins got drafted to the NFL. I mean, he was going to make the NFL no matter what, but like he got drafted that high, and people that a lot of that hype came around how he was able to pick apart the University of Michigan in that game. Which, as I watch Haskins overthrow every open receiver, it's more embarrassing. But we play that tight man-to-man coverage, so those kind of breaking routes, those slants, that's where those windows come open, and he picked us apart all day with those type of throws, and that's all he can do which was very impressive in that game. However, I'm thrilled I don't have to root for him as my quarterback. <laughs> yeah, when he has thrilled. guys like Terry McLaurin and Paris Campbell to throw to there. It's, uh, I was about to say, he was throwing to Terry McLaurin, wasn't he? Yeah. And oh, um, the, uh, the, one of the moments that just made me cringe was when Brady Quinn, who was announcing the game, was like, Haskins completed a pass to Terry McLaurin. was like, oh, these two have such a special connection, don't they? I'm like, no, they don't. Terry McLaurin is a beast, and Dwayne Haskins has held him back for years now. <laughs> like, when Case Keenum was in there, Terry was flying. <laughs> That's Case Keenum. It's not like, he's playing with Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. Like, just needs a quarterback that's somewhat competent. All right, so I have I have a game for us that we will probably enjoy that maybe listeners might. Who knows? Uh, if, if you guys are willing, and Alex, you'll probably have to carry a lot of the burden of this one. But let's just quickly, as quick as we can, but still address it. If we had to pick through all of our teams, we're trying to combine these three teams. We're like, you know what? You're not good enough to be one professional football team. We need to take the three teams, the football team, the Bengals, and the Lions, to create one team that can actually compete for something. Who would Ooh. we pick? So I, I like that. It, I think it's a great game. So if we want to start at the quarterback okay. position, I have uh, my entire being is behind Matthew Stafford to lead the charge of this good team. I'm sorry. I'm going to vote Burrow. <laughs> All right. You're Are just rebuilding. Well, I'm going to vote for hat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with Matthew Stafford for yeah, are we Burrow. going to like win Burrow, now? Burrow or like, yeah, we we want to. We're combining three teams together. We better be able to win right now. Oh, <laughs> then fine. I'll go with Matthew Stafford. But Burrow I, would be a great backup. But I, the Matthew Stafford's incredible. There's no way you're not taking him. This is why you're unpaid. All right, so we have our leader, <laughs> Matthew Stafford, and fantastic. Now let's Our look running at running back is obviously Adrian Peterson. Right? Adrian Peterson, I can't, I still can't believe you guys caught him. Like, what a ridiculous thing to have done! How did you feel when they cut Adrian Peterson? I was, I was quite sad. I mean, I was, I mean, he was just such a fun player to root for. Uh, I, I mean, and offense, it's not like our offense is filled with weapons here. I mean, yeah, just yeah, I know, he, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't cost a lot. Like again, he's not making a big deal. He gets seven to ten carries for us, and or he had fifteen the first week. Like I mean, he's just been a beast. Yeah, um, they're like, well, oh, we need to give our young players some touches. It's like, what, what are you going to do? Give what Antonio young players? Gibson, Peyton, like, twenty-five touches yeah. a game. Like, Peyton Barber. <laughs> Peyton Barber and JD McKissick need to get touches. So, all right. So looking looking at our our running backs that we'll have for our uh, new new fully formed football team here. Uh, let's see. I do honestly like having Adrian Peterson on the squad, but I think Mixon yeah. is probably the most talented back that we'd have a chance at. I, I agree. Mixon is, is yeah. the, probably the best back. Uh, DeAndre Swift should be on there too, because he does have a lot of potential. Yeah. Potential, 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 potential doesn't help you catch the football on the end zone to win a football game. He potentially could have won a game. You know, I walk, I lived through this with Eric Ebron of all the skill set. He's always open. So good. Can't hold on to the football. You know, that's, I can't wait for him to be on the Colts and have a LaDainian Tomlinson 28 touchdown season. Yeah. And then uh, McLaurin, Galladay and Tyler Boyd probably. Is well, well, let, we got to yeah. rephrase that as Galladay McLaurin, please. Thank you. Uh, is McLaurin a slot receiver or is, is he an X? Who? Is McLaurin uh, X? No, he's, he, he plays mostly on the outside. See, okay. that, would be a, yeah. that would be a pretty sick wide receiver. Yeah, he, he, can be the, he can definitely be the flanker and Galladay can be the X. And then, uh, yeah, and McLaurin then Boyd the slot. That's, 
Oh, okay. That's pretty solid right there. That's a good football team right there. We might we yeah. might win a game. <laughs> uh, then looking yeah. at the oh, we we can have Alex Erickson for uh, for special teams. Gosh, I'd rather have Brandon <laughs> Wilson. This dude is right up to the forty. Cam, Cam Sims is a beast on those punt coverage. I mean, he's <laughs> he's been awesome just uh, as the punt gunner, dude. So he has to be on the team. Kickoff return, I'm voting Brandon Wilson because the dude has been a beast. Uh, I do like Agnew. He's been yeah, awesome. Agnew's pretty good, too. Uh, he almost broke one in week one, which at the time we were up like 17. So I was like, oh, no, that would have been cool, but not a big deal. And then when we lost the game, I'm like, man, I wish he returned that for a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it's pretty solid. All right, tight ends. I mean, Hawkinson's solid, but uh, – Red uh, Washington football team doesn't have one. So <laughs> what are you talking about? Logan Thomas scored a touchdown for you. Hawkinson is probably the best one, which is a little sad. <laughs> which is incredibly sad. Like Hawkinson as the pass catcher and Sample as the blocker. We're so bad at drafting first. Hawkinson's picks. a good blocker too. We got we got a nice uh, you know run setup. Hawkinson's a good, Hawkinson's a solid player. It just makes me sad we had to use our like eighth overall pick on him. But here we go. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a bit bold. And we just love that for some reason. All right, Hawkins is not bad. Offensive line, y'all are gonna need to help me out on who we're actually getting. Can we get five people that can block somebody? <laughs> I uh, think Taylor Jonah Williams, the best left tackle. Oh, yeah. yeah. How's Jonah Williams been doing? I haven't really. He's seen been good, this. but I was gonna say have him on right tackle. I think he'd okay be better well, at right Morgan tackle. Morgan Moses, dude, is pretty pretty solid. Too. He can honestly, Jonah Williams can play guard too. I think Jonah Williams is the only offensive lineman worth a damn on the Bengals. So, <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, Jonah Williams be on there. Taylor Decker can play left tackle. Uh, we got Brandon Sheriff for sure there. He didn't get hurt last week, but uh, uh, Trey Hopkins oh, then, honestly uh, is fine at center too. And uh, Frank Ragnow is really good, though. Yeah, he is a beast. Oh yeah, Frank. Yeah, Frank Ragnow over Trey Hopkins, obviously. Yeah, so I think that's a pretty good starting five. Yeah, there. I, I see. The funny thing is, so let's just play this game now. Now that we have combined <laughs> our three teams to make the best possible offense for our Lions Bengals thing, do you take this three teams put together to make the best <laughs> offense you can, or the Chiefs' offense? The Chiefs by far. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, Chiefs offense. <laughs> you, you don't even think about it. That's what's so <laughs> unbelievable. You can take it's three like, teams. The offensive line isn't even like that. It's like it's fine. It's solid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the Chiefs are so obscene. Uh, like it's like see now let's now let's play this game. Like what level would you compare? Okay, so obviously not the Chiefs. Let's go Ravens. I'd rather the Ravens ours. offense is just so different. I'd I'd take yeah. the Ravens for sure. I'd take the like Ravens just to like personnel I'm, for personnel. I feel I'm like. going with I our take... football team cat cat football team. Like, would you would you put would would you put ours in the realm of say if like Green Bay, Dallas, Seattle, like that range of an offense? It's interesting because like Green Bay, like. Their offensive line is probably better than the one that we just came up with. Uh, <laughs> our so, receivers are definitely it's better. So sad. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're probably on par with like those best offenses. All right, so we combined our three teams to maybe have a top five offense, probably top <laughs> ten. Good job by us. <laughs> Holy garbage! But don't worry, we're ready for. Our defensive team here. Let's go through. Do we have? Let's let's start us off, Alex. Let's let's form our defensive line. The entire football right, team Chase. defensive line. <laughs> Chase Young for sure. Has to yes, be there. he's been so good. He is uh, a very good football player that I wish played for my team. Gosh dang it, we tied Arizona. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I'd, I'd definitely be cool with that, um, but like. Uh, Jonathan Allen is beast. Um, who from I mean, Geno Atkins is still Gino good, Atkins. but I don't know that he's I, still uh, at elite level of players. And I don't Carlos know if Carlos. Is, I just don't know if he beats out any of the pass rushers on the football team. 
Like, yeah, like, uh, I mean, uh, Ryan Kerrigan and him would probably be pretty close. I mean, has um, Montez Sweat been any good? He's been good, uh, but I don't think he'd be he'd beat out either of them right now. Um, I mean, he obviously has the young athletic feature to him, but like as yeah. an overall pass rusher, I think uh, I think right now both those guys are better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I'd I'd go Allen Ioannidis in the in the middle. There, Ioannidis has been so good. I don't know who is on the D line for the Lions. Uh, Trey, correct. Trey Flowers. <laughs> I I would the the Detroit's defensive line is still trying to get there. They're still looking for Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, they're about two weeks behind. Is <laughs> Snacks Harrison still on them? No, no still he's on gone. The team. He, he had a great for, he had a great great first season for us, and then not a great second season. Um. But yeah, no, there's nothing impressive. There's some names if you were to look at it, you'd be like, "Oh, that's a name." And what have they done? Oh, that's they a play, name. They play for, is a human being. <laughs> they play for the Lions. Yeah, so you're not going to hear many defensive names out of us. Uh, all right, so we have a. I mean, the Washington Football Team's defensive line, not bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, moving to Ooh. linebackers. We're, we're going to have a problem at linebacker here. <laughs> yeah. Moving to linebackers. Anybody you feel uh. good at? We have people you can like, pay money for. I like Josh Bynes, to be honest. Josh Bynes has been Josh Bynes, for us. Like, uh, yeah, he 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 might be the the best best one, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um, Kevin Pierre Lewis has weirdly played pretty well for us. I don't know. He just kind of came out of nowhere. So I, I guess we can we can start him. I mean, so uh, I, yeah, I mean, I do like I do like Gerard Davis. Uh, He's not. Yeah, he's like that. We we can put him on there. We'll he's not amazing, but like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not amazing. It's not like I'm happy <laughs> that we have him on this combined team. But I mean, Jamie Collins, you want to just throw money at something? We can have him on the team. He'll he'll play a first half and get kicked out. Uh, it's just it's depressing that the Bengals linebacking unit is Josh Bynes, and then a second year player, and then th- I think it's three rookies. And that's it. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, corners. Um, we got to have Darius Slay, obviously. <laughs> Are we going all-time Lions, Bengals, football team? <laughs> that'll be... That'll be a good team. Um, <laughs> corners is not really a great position for our teams either. <laughs> no. Which is which is hilarious for the Lions with how much we tried to be good at corner after getting rid of Darius Slay. <laughs> I mean, I I gotta believe in Okuda. Uh, tough first game. Okay. I mean, he he did make tackles, but I gotta believe in him. Yeah. He's We've, he's been like I mean, he's at least supposed to be good, and you know, he <laughs> was a little banged up this game too, so. Uh, give him a pass. Uh, I'll there were a couple. The there were there were a couple plays where I was like, "Man, that uh, that sucked." But <laughs> we're gonna get past those because he'll have a lot more opportunity to uh, chase people. Uh, I mean, Trufant okay. and Coleman should be good, but they're both hurt. But we're gonna ignore that for this exercise. Kendall, Kendall Fuller should be the nickel, even though he hasn't played yet this year. Hey. He he is pretty good, I unless he's going against. Unless he's going against Calvin Johnson, boomers. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> that every Kyle cornerback. Fuller. Yeah, but I know, but uh, although he owns all the Fuller brothers, including yeah, Corey. I, I don't think Kendall Fuller would do any better. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I I'd like to throw William Jackson in there just because he's probably our only corner that's worth anything. Yeah, and that's fine. We can throw throw. I love I love how we'll put our each team's number one corner and not feel confident against the third <laughs> wide receiver. <laughs> there we go. All right, don't worry. We got this great safety tandem coming in. Who do we got, guys? Um, as long as Jesse Bates doesn't have a tackle, he's really good. Right, good thing tackling's not a part of defense. <laughs> we can put Jesse Bates as the free safety and uh, Landon Collins as the strong safety. Did you guys watch as Adams just walked down the field for 80 yards? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like that should have been like against a normal team. That's a five yard gain against us. It should have been the 12 yard gain, but we just came up and missed him. Ah, he ran straight. Didn't see that coming. Shoot. Good, good thing. He's faster than everybody on our team with a hamstring injury. Yeah. Golly, we stink. All right. So with this defense we put together, <laughs> let's try to, Let's try to find a comparable defense on a different team that exists. Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't feel like this defense is really that much better than the football team's defense. No, like, it's, it's not. It's some not. slight upgrades at some positions, <laughs> but not by so, much. So we're like a top 10 offense, say like middle of the pack, around the 15th, top 15 defense? Yeah, pretty much. On a good day, Oof. crack top uh, 10? I'd, 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 give us, I'd give us top 10. If the pass I mean, rush if the pass is a top ten defense. If the pass rush is on, we're top ten. Yeah. That is depressing. The offense should be top ten no matter what. They can have a bad day and still be top ten. They won't be top three, but they can be top ten on a bad day. Um, yeah. So we're so, a playoff team. That's that's so, the important. <laughs> well, well, you haven't gotten the special teams here. Who's gonna be our holder? <laughs> uh, kicker, uh, I, mean, I, I Kicker, I mean, trust I is for sure the punter, dude. Like he's he's so good. Kevin Huber's uh, pretty fucking good at punting too. Dude, we punt a lot on the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> we punt a lot too. Hey. <laughs> All right, we'll let him settle it in training camp. Let him go. Let him go <laughs> at nice it in training battle. camp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but before this season, I would have said Matt Prater easy. I'm still going to go with Matt Prater, but him missing two 50 yarders uh, hurts. Well, it's I mean, not going to be two, Randy Bullock. It's <laughs> it's fifty yarders. Yeah, I'd still go Matt Prater. Dustin Hopkins is, is pretty solid, but I, I'd he is. I love Matt Prater. He's still not too old, and and even though my fantasy football ranking says he doesn't have a strong leg, he does have the record for the longest field goal in NFL history. So, in <laughs> uh, one of the best careers beyond fifty yards out there. So we're we're I think he's got the leg strength, and he normally has the accuracy, and he really has the clutch factor. Honestly, I think he would have made that field goal against the Bears if it was the game winner. But since it was like to extend the lead, he missed it. Uh, his his yeah. uh, his no, kick still no butt kicker, but no, my gosh, yeah. holy crap, that guy is that cold, friggin' blooded. Just he's amazing. Going, the only only kicker I've ever seen do anything that reminded me of that uh, is is uh, Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker is yeah. the other guy that I could see him kicking sixty yarders while on the phone. Like, yeah, I, I uh, remember him just like doing that. Like they they iced him when like it was like a fifty something yarder. I don't remember exactly how long. It's just like so dead center, and then he goes again, and it's just again just like dead center, not even a doubt. It's, Honestly, it's, Justin Tucker is one of my favorite all time not Lions players, um, and he beat me. He kicked six field goals. Against oh, the Lions I, to beat us I've, eighteen to fifteen, that sucks. <laughs> I've fallen <laughs> victim to that. In, yeah, I was about to say in <laughs> fantasy, he's destroyed me. Still love him though. <laughs> but just one of my favorite quotes I ever heard of this kind of guy, and this is why he fits on in this wine wine podcast because he didn't whine at all. When they moved the extra point back and stuff, and he was just saying like, "Hey, if you guys want to get rid of kickers, just let me know. I'll bulk up. I'll go for a wide out. I just love the game of football." <laughs> And I was like, that dude's a baller. Like, I'd, I'd have him on the lines. Like, I'm sure he'd be better than somebody. He's just so freaking good. And the, and the confidence he plays with is absurd. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I also remember uh, him in an interview. Uh, they, they asked him, so if, if you, you know, you're given ideal conditions, uh, perfect day, you hit the ball perfectly, what's the longest field goal you think you can hit? And Justin Tucker was like, I'd say like 84 and a half yards. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like dead serious, and like so many kickers tweeted him like, "Like no way you can hit that." And he was like, "I was just being being honest. What I think I can hit." <laughs> and the thing is, he probably is. It's just so ridiculous. He's so funny with it. But I mean, it it did it did uh, bum me out a little bit when he finally missed an extra point. But uh, and it happened to be yeah. like the worst time in history to miss an extra point, but that's okay. Um, he's he's still he's still the, uh, just an absolute monster. 
Oh, gosh. See, that was good. That was uplifting. Justin Tucker on none of our teams, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, the Chiefs' wealth of talent, specifically on the offensive end, is um, just downright cruel. Um, I mean, how... That'll be that'll be an interesting exercise. We might have to do it in the future. We take we like kind of roll the dice on say three or four random teams, uh, excluding the Chiefs or like the Ravens, and try to see if we can create a better offense than the Chiefs. Uh, and I mean, obviously starting with Mahomes, yeah. it's like impossible. But I mean, it <laughs> yeah. still could be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah I definitely up. think uh, there there are some teams that could could do it. You'd need like you'd still need like a really good quarterback though, like Sean yeah. Watson or yeah. Russell Wilson or I I I mean I throw I throw I throw Matthew Stafford up up into the top eight of quarterbacks in the league. I think he's just that good, that's and we just somewhat reasonable. I, I don't think that's I no, I didn't go outlandish. If I was like my true homer pick, I'd put him top five. But I just went eight. I went. I went reasonable. Uh, <laughs> I can make arguments. It's just again, you go situation and all the various things. But he has certainly been fun to watch, and it's been cool to see him get better. Last year was tough, but then you realize his back was broken, um, and the year before that. <laughs> so like, that's why he was so stiff on his throws. And now that he actually is like healthy, he's he's pretty good at football again. Imagine that. Uh, but yeah, that, that is some good stuff. That is all I had prepared for this podcast. Uh, and that last part was kind of winged because it seemed like it'd be fun to go through that exercise. Anything else we want to hit here? I mean, we could do overreactions, uh, but we're here in an hour, so uh, I don't feel the need necessarily. Any last words, guys? Okay, well, I, I did. I did, did. Can, I, can I just do an overreaction? Oh, uh, you absolutely can. I mean, Reeb didn't have one anyway. I'll still do one. You got that all right. right. <laughs> so uh, this this is a you know I, I, on the wine part I just uh, I also wanted to whine a little bit about the the Cowboys game because I was just <laughs> so enjoying watching the Cowboys get their asses kicked uh, them just completely blowing that game that they should have won easily because the Falcons defense is just such complete trash um, and the Falcons somehow let them back into it but my overreaction is to the onside kick like (laughs) this everybody is like is like oh it's one of the greatest onside kicks i've ever seen i've never seen anything like this i'm like so so many kickers have done this exact same onside kick and it has not worked at all because (laughs) all the people do is they come up and actually get it before it goes to 10 yards that's all the falcons have to do (laughs) Was oh, they had like ten minutes before it went to ten yards. Like yeah, I, it's so long to just go up there and grab it. And they could have trust themselves. None of them want to be the one to touch it and hit it. They Cowboys. they could have run up and briced that ball, which means you <laughs> kick it as hard as you possibly can and see what happens. And done infinitely better than they did. I don't know why that was. I've seen it too. Like it, it spun really well, and if the other team allows it to happen, it's a great kick. But I'm with you. My God, that was pathetic. Uh, and it's just is what in the world? They just stood there. They free- I didn't know we could touch it. What? It's a live football. You can touch it. <laughs> and the reason the other team can't is that it stops them from tapping it forward and stealing the ball. Like the person that checks the ball in in basketball that pegs it at your feet. They don't want a cheap shot. But, I mean, come on. Ridiculous. I'm with you. Good, good, good call by you, Alex. You didn't even overact enough. That was pathetic. It really um, was. My gosh. Uh, let's see. Overreact. Uh, you know what? I'm going to stick on par with the wine night, and I'm going to overreact to the Detroit Lions. Uh, and that with Detroit, no lead is safe. If we were to start a game 42-0 to zero against the <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars tomorrow, I would still bet on the Jaguars. Come on, you idiots. Matt Patricia. The funny thing is, I would love to like coach like high school football with Matt Patricia and just win every state championship. I'm sure he is amazing he's just not a professional football head coach like it's just is uh just as brutal but you know what no lead is safe uh reeb's overreaction is to pick joe burrow over matthew stafford so i'll do that for him <laughs> that was ridiculous i had um, another one but I've, I've already mentioned in in the group chat kind of that's um, fine go for it it came out that uh bobby hart was trash talking joey bosa during the chargers game 
after letting up like six QB pressures. <laughs> uh, so my overreaction is that Bobby Hart should never talk trash to anyone and should probably stay off all social media because he said some really bad shit on social media as well. So really, Bobby Hart, get the hell off the team. <laughs> <laughs> I do. See, that was probably your best overreaction, Reem. I love it. <laughs> it's good to have you here. This has been a fun pod, a little bit of wine, maybe some unsponsored seltzers, you know, broken hands, all the works, but we're here. <laughs> Hopefully you guys have made it through this podcast, whether or not you listen to us or if you just decide to vent about your own team, that's all acceptable. We love all the jokes. It's a great time here and we just need to make it uncomfortable. Broken hand? Can you? Uh, uh, yeah, up? sorry. Uh, my broken hand makes me uh, slow on the on the outro. Here we go. Make it uncomfortable. Beat every day, man. <laughs> the spirit. I find it hard to be matched. Toughness, enthusiasm. Yeah.